Trying to catch a good time Even if it takes all night Pass that bottle around the campfire Sipping apple pie moonshine Yeah, we picking on them guitars Just right Everybody singing Dixie Land Delight Like a father on a wet line We just trying to catch a good time And the sun ain't even out We got a spot a couple miles out of town And when that moon comes up You know it's going down We got them folding chairs Leaning way back No other plans other than to be last We ain't worried about tomorrow From where we at We just trying to catch a good time and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL and all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Hey guys. I want to take a quick moment to talk about protection. No, not that kind of protection, but rather protection for your family, your home, your autos, or even your business. A local Farm Bureau insurance agent is there to make sure that what's most important to you is properly covered and at a low cost. Contact a Farm Bureau agent near you today and get a free insurance review. Shop local with Farm Bureau insurance. All right, welcome into the 2020 Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we are going to take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the show, Jared. How you doing, buddy? We're back. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Another year. I'm feeling good about it this time. I feel like this every year this time of year. Can't wait. Can't wait for the draft this weekend, trying to bounce back from last year. I know you you and I, we fizzled out in 2019, and our campaigns came up a little bit short. Uh, but but it's a new year, and uh, let's, let's get ready to mount up. I consider last year a victory on my behalf. Maybe not so much for yourself, right? Right, right. But for me, mega, mega victory. Made it to the playoffs for the first time in, I think, seven years. That was nice. Uh, personally, I felt like I should have beat Rusty in that first round. I had a main guy, Melvin Gordon, only had to get me like 10 points and I would have beat him, and he got me like four instead. So I uh, felt really good about that year, but it's a new year. 
I think we're going to make it number two. Yeah. I think we're going to make it year number two in the playoffs. That's how good I feel. Yeah. Nobody, nobody really cares about what you did last year, Jeff. It's uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to move forward and, uh, and, and, and kind of uh, see what happens, but man, it's a, uh, it, it feels like when the season ends, we're like, man, August, September is so far away. What am I going to then? And then, and then COVID hits. And it's just completely – we have no other sports that kind of pass along the time to get us to where we are now. Um, but it's been it's been a really surreal spring. A lot of people – a lot of these guys are like, hey, why don't you all push out more content? Why don't you all have more free time? Have you had any downtime in the last three or four months, Joe? I, I was home a lot. I think like a lot of people, uh, depending upon their jobs, obviously – uh, downtime though. I mean, I got three kids. One's a newborn, so I don't. I wouldn't necessarily call it downtime. Um, and I still was, you know, working in my office throughout the day. So we probably could have snuck in a pod here or there. But would it have been any good? What, what the heck would we have talked about? I mean, quite honestly, we're we're the the main point of probably any podcast from March until now would be. Is there going to be a season? And I think we're going to have one, but who knows? The season could end at any moment, which is kind of crazy. And this virus thing has been crazy. Quite honestly, I'm sick of it. So, uh, what are your thoughts? What did you do? That was a good pun right there. That was a, that was a very good pun um, that you're sick of the virus. So, uh, same thing as you, just trying to balance the all these kids and. Uh, well, two, we got a but, and then I've, the, my favorite thing though, is I heard that with all the quarantine and there was either going to be a spike in divorces or a spike in babies or, or whatever. And so Morgan and I, we, uh, we elected to go with the latter and, uh, your boy got it on a few times uh, and, and sunk bow the hips. Bound chicka wow wow. And uh, sunk the hips in one of them. And uh, we got a, a baby boy coming in February. So well, that's so, awesome to hear. Congratulations so, yeah, so, to, you, to so, you guys as well. So joining that, uh, that three kid club. Uh, who would have thought seven, eight, nine years ago that. We're, we'd, we'd have like 29 kids and 14 dogs and that's dogs. That's just Pittman counting the dogs. So, uh, <laughs> well, between Pittman and Brad, I think it's nine, man. So, um, and then, uh, and th- yeah. And then we got one of the, one of the GMs has a baby around the corner any, any day now. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it, yeah. that's awesome for him. Second girl for Johnny. Um, and it's, yeah, we um, got Johnny and Diana expecting them. Yeah, two. I know Diana is ready. Any yeah, she's ready, and uh, for uh, we know that's the uh, the priority for them, and it should be. But we're getting a little nervous here, Johnny. We got uh, we we want you to be a part of it in any way you can. Um, but I don't know what I mean. What's the what are we gonna do if our phones start buzzing? on the golf course on Saturday at like noon saying, guys, I'm heading to the hospital. It's go time. We're going to be super pumped for them. But then after all that, the thrill of excitement goes away. Uh, we're going to be kind of like wondering, like, wait a second, what are we supposed to do with the draft here? What's, uh, what's, yeah. what's it? Um, we're, we're... So, well, let's give a little background to those listeners who, you know, may not be actually part of the league, but just like to listen to, 
kind of our jibber jabber, right? We got fans out there. And so this year, the, the, uh, the live draft is going to be held in Ocean Isle Beach yet again. That's right. Great. And um, as you alluded to, um, Johnny and Diana expected number two on the way. Johnny's not going to be able to make it uh, in live form. Obviously, I'm going to try via Skype or Zoom. But you bring up a great point because what the hell is going to happen? Maybe not necessarily. Yeah, on like when we're golfing and he calls up, he's like, yo, we're uh, we're going, bro. We're head to the hospital, and we're gonna say. And then we go to the draft, and we're gonna say, "You got to go, John. Yeah, be there. You got to do that because that's priority. I mean, birth of a kid. You know it. We know it. Yeah. Um, and but then I. Uh, so you got to get. Dust- to, but well, but here's the thing: what happens if we're in the middle of a draft and Johnny can't make picks? Does he have a surrogate picker? He told uh, us. Does he auto-draft? So we asked him this about uh, three or four weeks ago. I was kind of talking to him. I was like, hey, so what's your plan? What, what do you want? And he was like, oh, well, we'll be able to Skype or Zoom in and whatnot. I mean, that's great. So best-case scenario at this point is Diana does not go into labor until Sunday or after, and then everything's fine and good to go, and Johnny can – be a part of it with uh, some kind of video on the computer and make his picks that way and, and be there. Um, but if the baby comes prior to the draft and the baby's already there and they're in like the recovery room for two or three days, that's fine too. I doubt who it's probably going to be wanting to like zoom or Skype in, which is fine. He can just text his picks in. But the issue is going to be what if they are in labor, in the process of everything going on, and that's the last thing that needs to be on his mind is who to take in the fourth round. Um, so I don't, I don't. Oh, know. it's a tight end. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we all know, know the pick. It's, it's not just tight. a tight end; it's his second tight end that he'll second. take. Yeah, yeah. The fourth round is number two. Yeah. So, uh, and when we we're talking to him, he's like, "Oh, I got a plan. I got a plan. I got. We got some. Uh, I got a, a special guest that's going to be picking for me." If, uh, if, if I can't, if I can't make it. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, who, who is it? We're thinking, trying to think of name, maybe maybe, I don't know, maybe Adam Sandler, but, uh, he, uh, (laughs) but this is classic Johnny where he's just lying through his teeth and he's just, he's just assuming and hoping that the baby's either already going to be here or they're not going to be in the hospital and they're still going to be at home. Hope ain't a plan. Hope ain't a plan. We just need to have something in concrete. So I don't, I don't, I, my proposal is going to be, maybe we should have, if he can't make it, we should have one of the other GM's wives fill in for him. (laughs) I like that plan. Here's a, here's a question for you. Which, uh, which GM's wife do you think Johnny trusts the most to make a uh, five through 16 round pick um <laughs> probably probably my guess is probably going to be he'd probably trust amanda brian's brian amanda's probably be the most and she, she participates yeah she participates some um she kind of knows enough i think to be dangerous there early um I would probably be more afraid of Amanda's General draft. Knowledge. Yeah, I'd probably be more afraid of Amanda's draft than John's draft. So, but I don't know. How about Compared to last year? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you would hope 
uh, that Brian taught Amanda well and that she would pick up a wide receiver before the 12th round. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, true. We don't want John to go on an auto draft. We don't want him to auto draft where we're just automatically picking for him based off whatever rankings because his uh, his draft might end up being better than what he did. We want John to well, make yeah, picks. Yeah, I mean, you and I and, and, you know, eight other GMs agree with that statement. The other thing that can come into play there is just potential shenanigans, right? If you're picking before John and he's auto-drafting, well, you're technically making his pick for him, right? Because you can see who's yeah. available. Valid. Um, Valid. And, and Valid. make that determination Valid. for him. So How about this proposal? I don't know. We're going to have to come up with yeah. a plan. Yeah. Maybe we'll decide that for him. Maybe Friday night when we're all together, we'll try to get up a plan to where if that happens, we kind of know what we're going to do in case of an emergency plan. My first initial recommendation would be when it's his time to come up and pick and he's not able to, and we're not able to communicate with them, then all, all nine GMs throw a name in the hat. That's a reasonable draft selection for john and we don't know each other's who each other's picking for john and then we draw a name out of the hat and that's who he drafts well you know i like the idea the unfortunate thing is we have gms like rusty in the mix and Chaz in the mix and they're gonna put like i don't know some four string wide receiver from arizona in there in like the third round shots fired shots fired. but that's who john normally drafts anyways and somehow <laughs> and somehow they well, always if it was a tight end it makes sense and then but. somehow those players always end up being the first string after two weeks injuries and they're good to go and he's he's golden yeah so. that's when uh you, you see josh gordon go down and and freaking uh see other guys name that just went over to arizona now yeah, so I don't know. We got to come up with something yeah, just so we're not. Yeah. So when that time comes, we got to be because our, our league is unique with these unique twerks and um, uh, quirky acts. Not twerks. We're, we're not out there twerking. Maybe maybe Pittman after after a few rounds, he might be out there twerking. But uh, we got some quirky twerks uh, and whapping. Yeah, we got some quirks in there. That this could be a, another opportunity for us just to make fun of uh, being able to draft for John. So. Uh, if he's listening, better not put it in our hands, John, because we'll we'll draft for you, buddy. We'll draft for you. So hopefully it doesn't come down to that. So, <clears throat> but, but yeah. the other thing we gotta talk about um, playing a little golf this weekend. We oh got yeah, about six GMs uh, rolling out to play golf on Saturday morning around nine ish. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, and. Uh, question to you wanted to roll it out to you get your thoughts who of the gms that's that are playing has the worst handicap in your opinion uh i'd probably say i mean i got a surprise swing i'm gonna surprise y'all with my swing now um i'm gonna surprise myself with my change i don't know yet (laughs) i'm gonna surprise myself too because i haven't swung a club in about a year and a half so i'm gonna i'd probably have to say me for uh for probably the the yeah worst golfer um but i yeah outside of it's probably me and rusty what about rusty maybe maybe it's hard to swing a club when you're burning heaters oh he's gonna be ripping heaters this weekend he hadn't done that in a while has he (laughs) 
Uh, so, and I, and I don't know about, yeah. And I don't know about Pittman. Uh, I'm sure he looks like he could just crush it. He probably, uh, Pittman's like a Bryson DeChambeau, except it goes left or right. Yeah. Straight. I, I can see him crushing it, but it goes about as straight as Brian's tendencies sometimes. You know, he's, Brian can get a little, <laughs> little handsy, we'll say. Um, but then I, I mean, a little handsy. Who's uh who, who's probably the best of us, Brad? Because that oh, dude. I don't know. Now that Johnny's, well, Johnny would have taken that uh, that trophy, but he's out. So it's probably between, I would say either myself or Michael, um, and Brad. Brad's been playing quite well actually as of late. Well, yeah. Every um, time so I he could be in the mix too. Every time I talk to Brad, he's like on the way down to Ocean Isle to sweep the kitchen or something just so he can do something at the house and then play a couple rounds of golf down there. It's exactly what he does. Yeah. It's exactly what he tells. Well, he tells Kelly that he's got to like build stuff yeah. and, uh, you know, fix the washer or whatever. And then he ends up on the golf course at two o'clock. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. So man, but, I'm, but he's been hitting it good. I, I played with Mike once, maybe a month or so ago, when all this stuff started. I played like trash. He actually tried to sell me his old uh, driver, but I wouldn't buy it on it. So we'll see. I think it should be good. I don't know what teams are going to be. Uh, we're going to have to figure that out for sure because we're going to have to throw some cash around to make it interesting. Yeah, and we'll have, uh, I think, what, six for sure are playing. Maybe Chaz, which is going to be very doubtful. Maybe Chaz. Chaz. He's either. Chaz is either going to wake up and say, why are y'all playing so early at 10 o'clock? Why are you playing so early? Or he's going to say, why are you playing so late? It's going to be so hot out there as he's like just slathering butter on whatever, whatever uh, piece of bread he's eating for breakfast. So I don't know, (laughs) but it should be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big nails. But I don't don't even know if big nails is open anymore. Uh, but it, it should it should be fun. It's going to be a fun weekend down there. Uh, hopefully, it goes as smooth as possible, um, and we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be good to go, ready. So I'm going to go through the rundown here just to get the gentlemen a good idea of what to expect on today's podcast. So first and foremost, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, you know the pre you know pre draft weekends and and pre-draft days, some memorable moments, maybe some things that we, we're going to bring them back up because they were funny and humorous at the time. So we're going to talk about that, talk about, you know, what makes the 2020 draft weekend so much fun. So we'll yeah. get into that a little bit as well. Then when we start getting into actually some of the data, we're going to take a look at the 2020 um keepers potential keepers so we're going to take a look back at the 2019 keepers who's coming back onto the market and then also take a look at each gm and see who they might be potentially picking for this year's 2020 keepers so we're going to dive into there uh next we're going to look at everybody's favorite segment rule changes yeah adjustments yeah I'm, i'm 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 currently at 12 right now and i'm trying to get it down to seven i'm going to try and bring my top seven so uh, I might tease some in that in that segment or two if we need two segments for that. I'm, I can make it work. My goal is to keep that segment to about three to five minutes max. It's just not. Then I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need at least three segments. So 
just a, just a heads up. <laughs> so then from there, we'll go into, uh, we're going to hit up the uh, studs and duds of the 2020 season okay. outlook. And then uh, to, to cap it off here, we're going to, we're going to take a look at the, our 2020 uh, ranking. So we're going to rank each GM today prior to the draft, 1 through 10, on who we think is going to be the champion and who we think is going to wear the romper uh, at the end of the season. And then next podcast, we're going to revisit this and make any adjustments based on the actual uh, draft and how each how we feel about each GM's draft and make those adjustments. So that should be fun. Uh, looking forward to doing that on next week's Perfect. Too. I'm down. All right, buddy. Well, uh, let's get this thing yeah, started. Let's do huh? it. Hey, guys. We all know someone that's stressed out about something. But stressing out about hair loss is a thing of the past. And I bet you thought there was never a real solution. Now there is, with Keeps. Keeps is the easiest way to keep your hair. Look, there's no magic cure for baldness. But by starting Keeps now, you can keep the hair you have and get your treatment without leaving your house. Get Keeps, the easiest way to keep your hair. Go to Keeps.com to learn more. All right, Jared. So here we go. We're going to talk about kind of what makes the, the 2020, this upcoming weekend, what's going to make this weekend special and memorable. And so with John being gone, you know, I, I, I defer to you and I ask, are, are you the one that's going to be running this thing? Are you in charge? Are you like the quote unquote uh, commissioner? on rent for the weekend what's the rundown look like i mean i feel like i'm stepping up um i felt like we had a co-commissioner at some point and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call out who it is but they haven't been very vocal i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just brad had been i mean i'm sorry uh they haven't been very vocal during this time to try and see how they can help out and try to take the charge and take the lead and go from there so i went ahead and i tried to um, pull stuff together and, and see if I can kind of get a game plan. Um, and so we're, we're excited. We, everybody, I feel like loves draft weekend. Um, I think, uh, I know Brooks is going down today to kind of get everything in, 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 uh, in place and set up. And I think Chaz is going to join them. I think he's going down there at some point tonight because do you remember when it was what, like two months ago where we were on like the group chat, and Chaz just was MIA. MIA, just not even there. And not MIA. I totally thought, I'm like, this motherfucker, all he's do, he's just running for whatever he's running for in Sanford, North Carolina, and he just doesn't want to be caught up in any of the NCFFL shenanigans. But quite honestly, I appreciate Chaz's banter back and forth because it's humorous most of the time. Um, it makes people laugh. And... To not have him say a word 
for like six months was crazy. And then we find out that he's like not getting the text messages or whatever. I don't even understand how that works. But my question to you is, would you not reach out to someone after like four months and be like, is no one chatting on the group chat? I mean, mate, I don't know. I it, it's, it's, like, I didn't know if this was one of those, cause we've had a, we've had a bad run with GMs from Sanford who were kind of, I don't sketchy. know. It was weird. Not sketchy. It was just like they were a part of fantasy football, but nothing really else. And eventually they just kind of elected to leave. And so it kind of felt like they kind of felt like it was building up towards right before the season. Hey guys, I'm not going to be able to join this year. Um, I'm focused on this either other league or I don't trust you guys. And I'm trying to run for like governor at some point. And you guys have, you know, too many of my skeletons. I don't know what it was, but then I, I kept coming back to like, regardless of this guy never talks or like if he would, if he were to stop talking during the season and the off season and everything like that, this dude loves draft weekend. <laughs> he, is, he is all about some big understatement weekend. It's like his favorite weekend of the year. And so I'm then like, I'm like, this ain't, I don't know. He wouldn't like just, he wouldn't quit because he loves the draft weekend too much. And sure enough, somebody like, hey, are you getting any of the things? Like, no, nah, I haven't gotten a single one. And something happened, and then boom, he's back. And clearly he's already down, probably he's probably already down there at uh, Ocean Island trying to prep. And I think Chaz, like during draft week, like on like when he woke up Sunday, I think he woke up with like a half chub. Probably. And it, and it like just stayed there throughout the week and got, well, that's, that's it just, got a little bit bigger and a little nah. bit bigger. I bet on his ride home, he's just, just stiff as a board all the way down to Brooks's house. He just can't wait to get all, going. All three inches. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's going to be good. So, yeah. So I, I, I think that we kind of had to last year. Um, because of some circumstances and we had to draft early on Saturday, but it kind of gave like, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, the thing I love most about our league is we have these quirky kind of traditions and things like that to where we, uh, we, 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 we talk about some like any rule changes or adjustments or anything like that. And then we go through a process. Now we go through a process of, uh, uh, drawing for division winners. Yeah, I like that. I mean, not winners, not winners, but the each year we'll draw the the divisions out, and then we'll uh, then we everybody announces their keeper, and then after that point we go through the the bingo ball and the lottery ball, and we do the draft order. Um, last year we did that all on Friday, and I felt like it was good. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we should do that again this year, to where Friday night once everybody's down there, we pull together at Brooks's and hang out, um, talk through some potential rule changes or adjustments. And then after that, we uh, um, draw the divisions for the 2020 season. And then everybody announces their keeper. And then we do the drawing and and the selection of the draft order. And then that's Friday night. Um, And then Saturday is some people playing golf, like we mentioned earlier. Yep. And uh, some people aren't. And they're probably just going to hang out and take on some boat rides, or I don't know. But I'll then tell we, you what, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fin- I'll finish was, up. Yeah. And then I was going to say after that, we, we try to pull back and instead of like starting late, like we have before, like years in the past, we try to start around a three thirty, four o'clock late afternoon. That's um, what I was going to say. Yeah. That's start. I think yeah. that was awesome last year. Yeah. I mean, we started at what? 10 o'clock. Yeah. Nine, but, 10, something like that. Um, but I think starting earlier, that's the way to go. Yeah. And so we'll start, try to shoot for like right after we get done with golf, we go straight over to Brooks's and we kind of get ready. And three thirty, four o'clock, we uh, fire it off and go through. And um, halfway through, we have uh, – we press pause and we do our champions dinner to honor Brooks and um, take more and more pictures of Brooks. I mean, honor Rusty. And then and the champions, and then uh, take more and more pictures of uh, Brooks with his uh, romper on. Yeah, that's um, gonna be fun. But but I know the I know the champions dinner. You want to hear it? You know it. So this I is know it. this is uh, you're breaking news. You're breaking news. Breaking news. Da, 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 wow! Yeah, give it to Every, us. Everybody was picking on Rusty. Where are you going? What is it? Is it gonna be chicken tenders? Is it going to be hot dogs? Tater tots. Tater. What is? What are we going to do, Russ? Corn peanut dogs. Butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. What are we having? Funnel here? cakes. So we are. Drum roll, please. <gasps> Steak, baked potatoes, and Caesar salad. Okay. Now I got a question for you. Steaks a pretty broad range. Are we going tomahawks? Are we going fillets? Are we going ribeyes? Uh, we are gives, going. We I got are, my so, preferences. So but, everybody you know, has preferences. This is Rusty's dinner. Everybody has preferences. He just said, "Does steak Rusty and, eat steak?" He seems like he's a vegetarian. Yeah, he, he, it's, it's going to be it's going to be medium well for him. So, <laughs> so um, we got some. Uh, so with with John being out, I went ahead and took the the responsibility to go ahead and get the steak. So I had to go with what Costco had. So we're going with some top sirloin. Top sirloin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, top sirloin, some Caesar salad and baked potatoes with all the fixings around the baked potatoes. So okay. it'll be we good. Can make that work. It'll be good. So we'll eat that about halfway through. So after round seven, round eight, something like that, we'll press pause, eat dinner, hang out. And then after dinner, we'll finish up the draft. Sounds like a good meal. Any desserts like banana pudding? Or... He did. He did not specify for that. So maybe we, he'll bring yeah, a surprise down maybe, for us. Maybe, maybe um, that would be nice, like a strawberry shortcake yeah. or something. Yeah, some. So, so we'll see. That'd but the, nice. yeah, that but sounds good, though. Yeah, that's going to be the. So gonna here be we the are. You know, of the, draft. the uh, hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast. Just breaking news. Just breaking news. What's your favorite stuff. part? What's your favorite part of the draft? Draft weekend. Uh, so I really, I really enjoy getting the group together, right? And just, just dudes being dudes and reflecting on years and getting, the, getting in touch with everybody's family. How's everyone doing? You know, people we haven't seen in a long time. You know, like Chaz, I don't get to see. I think I see Chaz like once or twice a year. So this is, this will, this will be fun <laughs> to see him. <laughs> so outside of that aspect of it, I think one of my favorite parts, and this only occurred, I think, what three years ago, is just the romper presentation. I I like Ooh. to see. It happened last year. I was the first one. Were you the first? Was that the first that was, one? Yeah, that was the first one. I thought Pittman wore it. 
Oh yeah, you know you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because he yeah. was like Pittman, the yeah, Arizona yeah, you're right, Ice you're right, Tea. Yeah, yeah guy, you're right. right. So that was two. Yeah, so two years. So Brooks will be the third one to wear it. Okay. I just think it it adds it adds something to the weekend. I honestly think that the person should have to like stay in it all weekend, but that's just me. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, maybe an amendment. Maybe an amendment to the rule. Now, my, now, it's going to be hard to top mine, right? Yeah, let me hear this. I mean, top oh, mine. Your, yeah, oh, yeah. your performance last year? Yeah. Between what I heard about Nels, which, <laughs> which was pretty solid, uh, and then from lunchtime, that waitress was all – everyone was loving it over at uh, the, the inlet, yeah. I think is where we ate dinner. Somewhere. Or lunch. Yeah. And uh, that was great. That was actually uh, – when uh, I asked a couple GMs, kind of give me their best like draft day memories, and and one on the list was Jared pulling off the romper at Big Nell's and watching Chaz just eat more butter than toast. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all just last year. Do you remember? That was, hey, that was just last year. We all. Um, one thing is we all we all had to chip in a little bit extra so that uh, we could buy a Groupon for Brooks to get a mosquito treatment at, uh, at his place down at the what? beach. When Do you remember? Do you remember last year? Do you remember how bad the mosquitoes were? Dude, I was so jacked up on, like, Adderall and IPAs. I don't remember much other than – It wasn't the itch. The itching wasn't from the Adderall. The itching was from the mosquitoes were gnarly out there. And rumors are they're still there. Well, I'm bringing some bug spray then. Everybody needs to bring. I might be wearing long pants and long sleeves. I got some great stuff. I'm dead. Well, thank you for reminding me there. I don't yeah. remember that at all. Oh, that it was bad last year. Everybody. If was people like, chipped in, I didn't give anything. So, yeah. well, sorry. I, I tried to ask, and they were like, "No, we're not going to do it." But so, no. but last year was a good one. Last year, I mean, but come on, what what top last year's draft? I. I was trying to think about some like epic things that occurred. I don't know if anything could top last year's draft. That was a pretty awesome draft. Outside the fact that we didn't get to play golf, which I love playing golf. So I I would say I don't know. Could anything really top just betting on crazy shit like exactly. Little League World Series? Nothing. Uh I don't know if you remember, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this from last year. So remember we go to the Pelican. Friday night, right? This is after we do all of our uh-huh. initial stuff, right? We're at the Pelican. We're sitting there uh, looking like average 37-year-olds. And uh, we go outside, and there's like – I call them the Pelican fantasy boys. There's like another group of fantasy guys down there that like just engaged all of us in like fantasy football talk. And it was yeah, it, it, it was hilarious listening to these guys talk. And then I just realized, God, we sound just like these dorks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the gambling was uh, great. My favorite part about I last year, the too. Gambling. My favorite part about last year, too, was the. Uh, uh, and I, I took a snapshot. I went back and looked, and I kind of took a snapshot of some of this. Was like the text messages afterwards. Oh, God. Oh, man. It was great. All oh, I know God. is. This group text, Joe said, that pill, I don't know what pill it is, single-handedly led me to a six-hour gambling cycle (laughs) (laughs) 
with Jared, Brad, and Mike betting on Little League World Series, <laughs> high school football, <laughs> and 20 other things. We may have bet on lacrosse. I can't be sure. <laughs> my response was I lost my voice to yelling out lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then Brooks finished it with, he's, he thought he sweat more in Benny's Jersey that night than he ever did <laughs> while playing. <laughs> yeah, the test of Bernie shirt. Oh man. Dynamite. But yeah. Um, I yeah, hope we yeah. get some live action here. Oh, are you ready then? Are you oh, ready? I'll be ready. I'll be I ready. looked it up. Uh, there's one ready. football game on scheduled. Wow. Saturday, 828, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. We have a little Austin PA okay. versus Central Arkansas. So That's fine for me. That's right I got up my alley. I got my money on Austin PA. All right. All right. That's so we're going to have to we We'll find it. something. We'll have like hockey or baseball. We'll find something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Strikes with. Yeah. The other thing that happened that night, and I I can't believe it's almost been a year, or it has been a year, Andrew Luck decides to retire. Yeah, that was was pretty bizarre. That was bonkers. Freaking shocker. Shocker. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. We'll see what kind of shockers happen this time around. What are some of of your other favorite memories of drafts in the past? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> WWF oh, at Giant and Brad's condo, Brian's combo, condo, 14, four, 419 Madison. Was that yeah, correct? Yeah, that was it. Down in Cary. Yep, don't yep. know how this started. I don't know if we were playing like wrestling video games at the time in like 2008 or whenever we did this. Actually, but looked, why actually, did we decide to wrestle? I have no idea. All I remember is this was back when we were cheap as shit, and we <laughs> all had bought I, like somebody, me or somebody else, bought like ten white big poster boards. <laughs> and we like, and I like sharpied like the squiggly lines with like the draft picks, and we had to go in there and write them up, and we like duct taped them on our big window out on the porch. And then once it was over, the next thing I know is we moved out all the furniture and we created this wrestling ring in the middle. <laughs> a bunch of grown-ass <laughs> dudes wrestling. <laughs> I don't even know who won. My bet would be like John. He was definitely the biggest of us. Pro- oh, ooh. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, think um, about back then. I mean, that was what – I don't even know what year that was, but – 2000 and I look, I, I look back the past 10, it was 2010. God. So 2000 who is 10 years. We're about the 10 year. I don't know if we went prior to that, but, but yeah, so I went, yeah. Um, Give I me like, one of yours. Uh, I like, uh, this was probably the most recent one in, um, up in Huntersville that kind of, started pushing us towards like, Hey, maybe the beach is a good idea is when we, <laughs> is when we had it at Rusty's and okay. it was a Friday night at Rusty's yeah. and there we got into this huge debate over where future draft places should be. Because at that point back four years ago, now we're running into issues with kids and trying to kick families out. And it was just kind of a big deal. We couldn't figure it out. Uh, God bless them. 
Brooks doesn't have any kids, didn't have really the the wife at the th- or nothing like that. So he was kind of trying to play the slip plays the, the right? middle guy all the time. He's trying to play the middle guy. And he's trying to figure out helping it out. But he and Rusty were not seeing eye to eye. <laughs> and so finally the vote went through to where we were like going to try to vote somewhere, like not doing it like on a Saturday and a hangout. I don't think Rusty liked that too much based off his team name. <laughs> Do you remember his team name? <laughs> oh, God, I, I don't. <laughs> I think it was Slips a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he went up there and he wrote his name, Slips a Bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so but since then we've uh we've we've moved on to the beach three out of the last four years which is good yeah i like this this is this is good uh let me go to one here and i actually need you i need confirmation on this because i got a a couple people tell me yes like this occurred during this night but then my brother-in-law said no it occurred on a separate night so i thought that we were in my backyard, my old house, and we were playing cornhole. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure it, are you taking a piss right now? Yeah. Nice job. He's multitasking, peeps. He's multitasking. Anyway, so we're out playing bags. It's probably like midnight or something, I don't know. Uh we've all had a few cocktails. And Brad says something in regard something crazy about Rusty's daughter. And mind you, she's <laughs> she's like three months at the time. I don't even know how old she is, but she's less than a year old. And he goes banana lands and whips a bean bag, and it just misses Brad. I'm talking like hits his whiskers on the way by. That was that was also was, on my list. That was what, draft did night. that occur? It was that was draft night. This was not like Joe. This wasn't at midnight. This was at like four a.m. This was late August. I knew it we was had late. Like, it was late. We had like a fire going in late August. Somebody had probably <laughs> Rusty started a fire. We had a fire going. We were playing cornhole in the pitch dark under the moonlight. Literally, that was the only light. And I'm pretty sure we were going to bed like as the sun started to like it's the <laughs> the sky started to clear up and we were up all night but yeah I, that was uh i think that was either i went back and i kind of looked and i can kind of try to figure out the where we were so i think last year obviously we're at the beach the year prior 2018 we're at my house yeah i got something written on that 2000 <laughs> I wonder what 2017 we were at the beach 16 was Rusty's house where Brooks was a bitch yeah um and then 15 and four, 2015 and 2014 I believe we were at Brad's house back to back okay and then 13 and 12 were both at your your house okay I think and then 2011 was, I think, was at Rusty's house where he was, like, in, like, the South Park area. I don't remember that at all. Where we had to do that, like, another Saturday morning because I think somebody had, like, a wedding to go to later that day. Huh. And Oh, yeah. yeah. I and, do remember yeah. that now. So it was, like, in his den. And, yeah. like, you go yeah. in and the den was, like, a step down. And I think prior to that was the carry one. 
So, but it's hard. But, but I think that beanbag night was Joe. That was like seven years ago. <laughs> I was just very happy that it missed Brad because if it would have hit Brad, I don't know if Rusty's face would still be legible. Oh no! And I'm I'm pretty sure that was the same night when I woke up the next morning, maybe like three hours later after going to bed, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure all I had on me was a towel. <laughs> Sounds I, I was, about I was, right. I was sleeping with a towel. But, I would but, yeah. have expected Brian to do that, yeah. but you know, you're a close second there, yeah. so that makes sense. Um, what else you got? I got uh, I got two from Brad's, and I th- I can't remember if they were the same year or separate years. I think they're separate because I think did Pittman replace Matt? I think he did. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He replaced yeah. one of them. Right? I think. I think Chaz replaced. No. Nah. I thought they both left at the same time. And then we got Chaz and Eric. I don't know why I just called him Eric. And then who did Michael replace? Warren? Warren. Holy shit. Forgot about that guy. Is he alive? Yeah. yeah, uh, That's that's a different story. We'll we'll fill you in on that this weekend. Okay. uh, I mean, it's not a, it's not a good story. So, um, Sorry, I brought it up. Uh, uh, it's fine. <laughs> you didn't know, but we'll, we'll fill you in. Um, but the, I remember Brad, two things from Brad's. One, or actually three. The first one was, one of the times was the first draft where we actually, the keepers started being the rounds you drafted them in. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I remember... This Matt was there at the time, and he kept Aaron Rodgers in the first round. And so we do the drawing and everything like that, and every and it goes, and it's like, okay, draft starts. Boom, pick one. Boom, pick two. Boom, pick three. Boom, whatever. And then it gets to Matt, and his first round pick is Aaron Rodgers, and I could I can still see this like defeat over his face of just then realizing he didn't have a first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't he didn't think through that like hey if I keep Aaron Rodgers right here I don't get the pick in the first round. <laughs> so that so I remember that and then I remember the uh the epicness of god I mean I hope he's fine now but Chaz's brother-in-law <laughs> oh my god he got pulled over. He got pulled over. With this his, like, was, girlfriend in the car, some, right? It wasn't even pulled over. It was, like... It was a DUI. He, yeah, he was, like, in, like, at the jail. And, like, Chaz is, like, Pittman, I need your help. Pittman, 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 help me, help me. And then Chaz is, like, on the phone, and somehow he gets to him, and he's talking on the phone with his brother who's, like, in the holding room. And he's, like, only answer yes or no questions. <laughs> I remember, all I remember is him getting pissed off, like, after the first question going, I said yes or no. I said yes, yes or, yes or no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, and then the last one was, and Brad, Brad's was the first time when, when, I, when, I, when I fired up Twitter for uh, NCFFL. <laughs> we were just, uh, just, just roasting people for uh, some of their stuff. And I can't believe that was, like, five years ago. Um, I can maybe pull up some of their stuff, but it was, uh, good stuff. What other stories you got? I got two quick ones. The first one I'll do quick. Um, so I, I reached out to another one and this, this is, a uh, around the golf. So 
the inaugural fantasy golf championship. So we played it actually, it's going to be played at the same course um, that we play at this weekend. And it was me and Brad versus John. And I believe you and, and a couple of the others, but basically it came down to the last hole. And I I don't know if we were tied or if we were down one, we were, you were up one. We were up one. Yeah. Okay. So, because this was on mine too. So I remember you guys were up like three strokes or something, three or four, three maybe around with like six holes to go. And we, John decided like, well, we're going to wait for these guys and we're going to make them drive with somebody else and we're just going to try and get in their heads. Yeah. And I, I remember all I remember too, two things. One, I remember one of my shots where I chipped it in from like a hundred out. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't on 18 was it it wasn't 18 no 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 okay no. yeah it was this was like 15 or something like that where i chipped one in from like maybe not 100 maybe like 70 or 80 and um so we started catching we went on we got to the 18th and we were down one okay i'll pick it up from there okay so to set the scene it's a par five pretty decently long you can go into the marsh if you hit it too far Uh, But pretty much you got to hit like a 260 to 85 yard drive. Then you got to clear water like 235. You got to clear the marshland into like this peninsula green. That's only like 25 feet wide, basically at its widest point. It's not wide at all. Probably not that. It's probably like 20 yards maybe. And so Brad hits a great drive. I hit a decent drive. And uh, we got like, 235 to the to the to the green and brad pulls his hybrid out he's like i'm gonna go for it i'm like all right you go for it and i'll put it over to the right and we'll be safe if you if you drink one and he tags this thing and it's going and there's a little breeze in our face and i'm like i don't know if that's got enough brad i'm not sure and it lands probably i don't know 35 40 feet away from the pin we start jumping up and down. We're like, yeah. He, stri- he stroked it. He striped it. It was probably the best shot he hit all day. And um, second best shot. S- second best shot. You're correct. Because we're getting to that. So anyways, but you guys do a great job. So I don't know if you guys got on in two. Did you guys get on in two as well? Here's, I here's I what I, I thought. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how many we got on. I know, I know I came up about how far away was I? Sixty feet, fifty feet. Yeah, you were like, you were maybe a few feet beyond Brad and I. I was more than a few feet, but well, okay. <laughs> they were both. They were both still incredibly long. Keep pumping long your tires. Shot. Keep pumping were, your tires. Uh, they we, were we long. Gotta, we gotta they were long putts. And so, so you putted it. And it's tracking, 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 and freaking Drano. And we're like, holy shit. I, don't, I thought it was for Eagle because then you guys would have won. No, so it wasn't for – I knew that. I knew that we had to make – so we made it and we put it – maybe uh, – Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was for Eagle, which – so yeah, we yeah, had to right. putt it. And so, anyways, we're like, all right, we got to make it in order to win. Otherwise, we lose. Uh, I don't know who went first, maybe maybe myself. Anyways, Brad gets up. Um, and at the time, 
Brad wasn't a great putter. So I think Brad putted first and I was trying to get a line and Brad steps up there and just back to back clutch shots. He put this thing center cup and just did a walk off Eagle two phenomenal shots and, and we ended up winning and he th- he threw the shit out of the putter <laughs> and all i remember is like the other four guys who were playing before us were like just sitting on the hill watching. <laughs> we had like a little just, we had like a little like uh gallery join up on the 18th everyone's screaming so, so you, re- you remember that I, that was yeah that was a lot of fun where it came down to that hopefully we'll have some action like that this time around all, all i remember from that day was <laughs> You didn't ride with them. <laughs> Brooks was so pissed at how bad Chaz was. <laughs> he, they bitched at each other the entire time. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who doesn't even like pick up clubs anymore. Yeah, he didn't play. He hadn't played in forever. Chaz kept saying that, like, I hey, I can hit him straight, not far, but I can hit him straight. And it was far from that. <laughs> Brooks was like this <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was, that was funny. Um, I got one more, and we got to yeah. wrap this up here because we got to get going. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to need – I need some insight from you on this. Okay. So this occurred at – the draft night that I wasn't there. So it was at your house. Now I get it. You passed out after like four IPAs at like nine 30. And uh, so you may not know about this, but I was told from a little birdie that after the draft occurred at your place, three GMs went out post draft, made it to uptown cabaret or some, some uh, gentleman's club. And, <laughs> When I heard this, I could not believe it. Ended up at some downtown Charlotte uh, apartment with some girls that were just ripping lines of adult sugar off the off the tables. Uh, per my, <laughs> per, I could not believe. I'm like, what? Where? My, how come per, I never heard about this? Per advice from my lawyer, I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> but that is an epic story that needs to be I need somebody to tell me that story uh when we get down there Friday or Saturday. Yeah, night. I think I those are sto- those, those are stories that need to be happening verbally and not on the airwaves. That's fine because that just got that's got epic stories. I don't think it, it's not it. true. They were just lying to you though. So it's not I don't know how much of a story it is, but that, that I think they were just Saying that it happened just to kind of try to get other people riled up, but that that is not true. Huh. Okay. We'll see about that. But we'll see what this weekend has in store for us. Yeah. So hopefully we're able to get a little laughter out of y'all, bringing back some of the past memories, and hopefully we we can make some more memories uh, come this weekend. So. How you doing? I'm Plit. And I'm Plop. You got yourself a dirty pipe. Reach, Reach for, for dude, dude wipes. Dude wipes are non-woven, dispersible man wipes. That's astrophysics for suck it toilet paper. And unlike the other wipes, dude wipes are fragrance free. So you don't get blindsided by a buttload of lavender. Let's see. Dude wipes are flush friendly, 100% biodegradable, 
send a percentage of proceeds to colon charities and millions of wipes to our troops. You like our troops, right guys? So, stop being a dick to your ass. Change your life by going to dudeproducts.com. Pick yourself up a dude wipe and take it. To the hole! So remember kids, the human species cleans its own feces. And there's nothing more whack than a dirty crack. Go to dudeproducts.com for more information. Rule changes? We don't need no stinking rule changes. Maybe some adjustments, though. Let's talk it out. All right, welcome back. This segment, we are going to talk about some potential, quote unquote, potential rule changes and or adjustments and amendments, potentially. Uh, I only have one thing that I want to maybe do an amendment to or an adjustment, if you will. So I'm going to let you take the floor here. Do you have anything top of mind? (laughs) Do I have anything? (laughs) Come on. What's your one thing? We'll start with your one thing. My one's pretty quick. So uh, we saw pictures of the Brokini out there. And uh, that's in an intense, embarrassing moment right there, the Brokini. Um, So here was my thought, an amendment to it. Um, So the loser, obviously, has to wear the romper. However, if that loser loses less than has less than four wins or the lowest record or the worst record and the lowest amount of points then they would have to wear the brokini so a double whammy so they have to wear no so if you don't hit those two so like if you don't have the lowest record and the lowest points then you just have to wear the romper but if you hit that, if you get lowest record and lowest points, now you got to wear the brocani. Who? That's gonna be a. So it's not an automatic, right? Yeah, my thing. Yeah. Oh man. Um. I don't know. If we're be, spending be, time at Ocean be Beach, that'd be my only. I thing. would love to see somebody in the brocchini on the front of the on the is it the bow the front what's the what's the boat how do those things work i I don't know on the front of the boat (laughs) just sending out the vibe in the brocchini as slips like cruising down the with a with a captain's hat on coastal with the captain's hat That'd be good. I mean, I, the brokey would be funny, especially if we're going to be at Oceanaw, but there's no, like, we can't move forward with that. And then, like, something happens that year, we're not at the beach, and, and somebody's got to be wearing it around, like, downtown Huntersville. That just went. So, I don't know. It'll be, that'd be a good conversation to, to think of. Um, be curious to see. I, maybe, maybe if we did it, I maybe would think more if, like, it was less wins. So, if somebody had, like, two or less wins. Okay. Where it was just a that bad of a season, yeah. Maybe it's uh, maybe they should get hit a little bit harder. Um, I agree. I just I'm not, this toilet seat thing. Eh, I'm kind of done with it. I don't well, know. you kind of pass around it. 
So it's it's got the my the I got right now. I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> right behind me, and so it's got this more historical factor. It's now. a nostalgic. Factor. Yes, a nostalgic thing going on now, where there's like eleven years of losers on there, yeah. me twice, and uh, it's yeah. You know, we kind of we kind of have to keep it just because of that. Oh, um, I got to quit. Do you remember? Because this is what we're really bad at, right? So what are what are we known for when it comes to rule changes? Uh, arguing, not a, <laughs> not, not agreeing on them. Yeah. Okay. That and then deciding on something, and nobody has any record of what we decided on. Right. This is true. See, I always thought John was taking notes. See, and I I don't think the John. Do you, have you seen John in these? He's kind of <laughs> no. Well, I was always surprised that we remembered the rules that we agreed upon the next year because it always seems like it worked. Like we we yeah. implemented the rules from years past. So I was like, somebody's got to be taking notes. I mean, John's cross-eyed typically by like eight thirty, <laughs> but 8, I don't know how he keep. <laughs> I don't know how he keeps taking notes. I'm like, I I didn't. He didn't keep it. notes. So it's maybe, your job I'll, this I'll, year. Yeah, I know. I'm going to change that. I'll, you know me. I'll have my laptop. So I got, but I got two questions though that I need help remembering this on. Did we vote last year for the 2020 season? So this <laughs> upcoming year to eliminate max moves. I to to my recollection. Yes. So 2020, there's no more max moves, right? That's I, I, I feel like I remember that as well. Yeah, I was never a fan of max moves. I'm not either. So, but, uh, but the, so, so okay. So I, I think I'm pretty sure we said we voted yes to do away with it, and we, but we voted yes to wait until this year to do away with it. Okay. Um, but in the second thing. This one's tricky. Was there an impact for, um, or maybe not impact? Was there a punishment for who ended the season with the worst record and a punishment for who ended the season with the lowest points? No, I don't think there is. See, I think there was. I thought that we well, what voted. Would, what would that I be then? Thought we voted. Oh wait, where, wait, wait! I, I think you're actually right. I think. Well, no. I thought whoever had the worst record was the romper, and whoever scored the fewest amount of points total had to split the champions' mill. I think you are. I think you're pretty close. I, yeah. I, I don't I think know. I I'm think right. it's close to that. I think I've, I'm pretty sure Brooks has to wear the romper, and I'm pretty sure Pittman has to front half the champions' dinner meal. I I do recall that. Now I got pretty drunk that night, but I do think that we did do something upon those lines because points. I remember, Mike's big argument was points versus wins. That yeah. whole thing. So, so that does make sense. So I just I'm sure. not 100% so, on it. So, so I'm let's not get, let's say get, yeah, that. let's get let's get rid of let's get ready for some uh 
potential fire. We know Brooks is already wearing the romper, so we're going to yeah. kind of comes down to who's if he's going to also pay for half the meal or if he's going to be looking at over at uh, old Pittman to pay half of the meal because he had the fewest points. Huh. So that was just a recap from last year, and this is what we always do every year. Oh wait, wait, we decide we voted on this, but I can't remember what we said. So here are my things we need to discuss this year, right? And these are none of these are going to be the classic Jared. Hey, I think we need to change it this way, or I think we need to do that, right? So first, we need to we need to go ahead and confirm this year the tiebreaker scenarios of divisions. Yes, right, and just vote on that. So it seems like it's either going to be the is is the the order and who goes from the first spot or the second spot based off total points if they're tied, or is it going to base off the divisional record tiebreaker, right? Or head to head, then the divisional record, whatever. So we got to talk through that and just make sure everybody agrees on that. I don't care either way. I just think we need to go ahead and make sure we have that in place prior to the season. Then yeah, it just creates controversy yeah. that we don't need to have. So I, um, I think that's a good one. Yeah. So we, we figure that out. The second thing I think we should do is I'm going to go ahead. I think we need to maybe bring up an IR spot for this season for COVID just to, if one of your players has COVID and they're not able to play, you can move them to an IR spot to save that roster spot. And move I on think that that's way. a very valid, I think so just that, for this, I would say for just this, this year. Season. Yeah. Just for this season. Good. Um, so that would be it. And then the other one would be, what do we do if, like, the season gets cut short? Yeah, I have how that many, written down. Yeah. How many how many games is enough to determine a champion and pay out? And at what point do is not enough games played to where we just refund everybody and the season's a wash? So those are the conversations around it. Plus, the only other thing I say we needed to figure out is, how are we going to draft for John if he's not available to what kind of remember we got all these quirky way. We got the, the, the lottery and the bingo ball system is so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> That's my favorite time. Oh, is my ball coming out? Oh, where am I going to pick? Where, what's the best draft order? Now we at Friday night, we have an opportunity. If John is not able to draft because it's go time, and he needs to be focused with Diana and the delivery and be on the baby. And the last thing he needs to be focused on is what third tight end he's taking in the sixth round. We need to figure out a creative, fun way to draft for him. Can I give you an option? Yeah, we talked about one earlier. Yes. Um, what, what's, your, what's your option? Because the bingo machine is so awesome, I say – we would then take like almost like the 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 10 or 15 next best players according to uh-huh. roto world okay. or whatever okay those each get assigned a bingo ball right and we just turn it and, and number whatever, 6 number 6 comes out he gets the sixth player on the the six yeah so it would be the Ooh, that's a good the, one that's a good one that way, it's not like we're just throwing names into a yeah, hat or something. That's a good one. And he's not getting totally screwed, right? 
I mean, he's getting someone within the, you know, we'd have to vote yeah. on whether it's going to be the top 10, uh, top 15, top 20. 15 sounds about right. Maybe 10 might be better. That's something that, you know, we got to have John in a conversation about what he would feel comfortable with doing, considering he wouldn't be able to do it himself. But I think that at least creates, and we could film it so there's no shenanigans going on. Uh, (laughs) I like it. We can film. I really wish he, like, the problem, too, though, is there's no way, it's so hard for him to be able to, know how the draft is going but it would be so great for him to like just roll out like a video like a 60 <laughs> second video he sends for his third round pick that's like pre-recorded on like friday oh with my <laughs> third round pick i select tight end george kittle oh he's already taken oh well then i select wide receiver cooper cup Oh, he's already taken. Well, <laughs> he just and he he just does that for like five names until one of them hits, and then it's just that would be so great. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk through all that. We got. We I think we just need to make sure we we're all on the ready to roll in case uh, that curveball happens, and we can all enjoy draft and still uh, give John a, a probably a better team than what he would draft, unfortunately, but. I'm, I all, think I'm, all, all, I'm always harsh, John. We're all in agreement there. On. We're all in agreement on that. I think John's even in yeah. agreement on that. So, so. but that's well, all I, I that's plan. Good. Yeah, that's all I plan on talking about this guys about the the rule changes this year, guys. So you're welcome. I like that. I'm sure Rusty will come up with some random ones that everyone will get pissed off about. But you know, my other to. favorite one though was I feel like because of what's going on, nobody's really prepared. For the draft, I'm not right. Um, pop quiz: What team does Austin Hooper play on? I want to say the Falcons. That's wrong. He is not. He is now a Cleveland Brown. So, so in our earlier segment, I was trying to think of the wide receiver that plays for the Arizona Cardinals that I just drew a blank on. Larry Fitzgerald, Hop- Hopkins. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. No idea. Yeah. So, but a, a potential rule change would be when you, if there was a way that we could like, everybody has their cheat sheet, but no team names with it. <laughs> and, and you'd have to, as you announce that the player you're going to take, you have to say what team they're on. And if they're not, if that's not the right team, then you lose a pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's just too harsh. <laughs> too much. <laughs> that's a little too much. So, I like it though. The yeah. embarrassing factor is pretty solid, but I would probably fall fall victim to that a few times. So, so, so. well, good. I think we got some good rule changes to talk about there on Friday nights. Maybe some potential adjustments that we'll talk about. I'm sure we're also going to hear some other things. Uh, kickers is always a hot topic, uh, so I'm sure someone's going to bring that stuff up. But uh, I think this was good, and uh, so we'll uh, talk about this on Friday night, all right? Good deal. It's time for the 2020 Pre-Draft Keeper Talk. Let's go. All right, boys, welcome in to the segment where we talk about the 2019 
GM keepers. So who's not available? Who's coming back on the market? And then the potential 2020 draft or keepers. So we're going to go through every GM here, talk about who they kept last year, and then potentially based on who they're, who's on their team now, who we think that they're going to potentially keep just to give some insight to the other GMs around the league. So is there a place that you want to start? Well, let's go ahead and uh, we'll say those players who were kept last year that are not being able to be kept this year. Remember, this is not, this is the players can't be kept. It's regardless if they got traded or dropped and then picked up or anything like that. So I got those written down. I'll run through every GM give the name, and then also give the round that they were picked just for informational purposes, okay? So we got Joe took, myself, took Tyler Lockett, seventh round, kept him. Jared selected Nick Chubb as his keeper in the 13th. Uh, Brad had James Conner in the 12th. John had Travis Kelsey in the third round. Pittman selected Baker Mayfield, bust, in the seventh. (laughs) Brian selected the MVP of the league, Patrick Mahomes, at 15. God, what a steal that was. Uh, Rusty had Saquon uh, Barkley at 1. Chaz had DJ Moore at 12. Mike Amari Cooper at 4. And Brooks selected George Kittle in the 16th, which that was a great pick for himself. It obviously didn't really help his team out much, but solid pick there so what gm do you want to start with i want to start let's go with because some of these are probably this this year's keepers probably going to be kind of obvious and some might not there's be a couple that are yeah. really and, yeah. and who knows they could throw a curveball yeah. friday they night could. and we'd they be could. like whoa so but i'd be surprised it's not it's not our job to make sure they're uh ready making the right play so but let me let, let me let me run through let me run through the people and you tell me who I think is available that. And then you kind of, we, you kind of play off of uh, people. I say, so uh, let's see. Well, first we, I mean, Chaz, um, I mean, Lamar Jackson in the 13th. That's pretty I, solid. I'd be, yeah, I'd be torn between Lamar Jackson and uh, Derek Henry. I mean, he's got Derek Henry in the fourth as well. See, um, I see. So, I threw, I had, uh, DK Metcalf, 14th round. Mm. Could be a potential, but I don't know I how see him. He, I don't know how he does not choose Lamar Jackson in 13th. I mean, it's it depends on how much you like quarterbacks. I mean, can I don't know if Lamar can my only thing with Lamar would be he was so good last year. Are you gonna be pissed off when he's not as good this year? Because he's Is, not gonna he's not gonna be as good this year. Is you know it's the film it's the old film thing right yeah. for for the NFL teams fool me once shame on me fool me twice you know or is it the yeah. other way around I don't know I'm drinking uh, a lot of tequila know. tonight fool know. me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me I yeah, think fool- the defensive coordinators around the league are going to at least be able to contain him but God last year was was his second year wasn't it uh, yeah. And but. they did not contain him. The dude can throw. He could run. It, 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 he's going to be just it's, as difficult as um, Kyler Murray, in my opinion. 
Here's here's my thing. He's got a, a top four running back in Derrick Henry that you can keep in the fourth round. There's a way that he could get Derrick Henry a top three pick, get McCaffrey back, and still be able to draft Lamar at the back end of the second round. So, But if he keeps Lamar, he's not going to get Henry and another running back, one of those top three running backs. So I don't know. It's just, it's kind of the gamble. It's I would I would. It's easy to lean Lamar, but I think you, there's I think there's a case there for Henry or even Metcalf with with that value that you're getting. So we'll we'll see what he does. I don't know what he'll do. And I don't think Ertz is out of the play either. You get a top tight end at three in the third round. I mean. Potentially, I don't know. It yeah, depends he's on he's, he's if he he's takes out. the yeah, if, if he There's takes no, the yeah. John approach to drafting. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Can I can I trade in Ertz for two more tight ends late? <laughs> maybe. So, but so so Chaz is there. Um, I think another somewhat obvious one is probably. Uh, I think it's easy for Brooks to say. Uh, I think I'm gonna I want Michael Thomas in the second. I want Art debatably the best wide receiver in the second round. Yeah. But then he's got this just stud waiting to happen. This is the breakout year where he's going to be a top 15 wide receiver in Michael Gallup in that Dallas offense that is about to explode. And he's got Gallup. He's got Michael Gallup in the 14th round. I wanted to disagree with this initially when you brought it up in our uh, our pre-broadcast meeting, but I've given it some thought. And with Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper is going to be number one. That's legit. So he's going to be there. He's going to be the guy catching the underneath routes. Dak has to have an MVP season. Now the dude's getting paid, right? He's getting paid. I don't know, fantasy or not fantasy, but uh, whatever that cap number is. He's getting paid like 25 mil or something. But he's yeah, but still, only for one year. Only for one year. So he's got to perform. And if Amari Cooper can't get open, Michael Gallup's the guy that has to do it for him. Now, he's going to have Zeke on his side too. I get that. But you can't just run the ball. you got to be able to throw it. And Michael Gallup's going to be that guy, I think, that's going to perform in that Dallas offense. I I agree. I I just, it's all set up for him to do that. And play, I mean, Amari did this for what? Did he play all year with them last year or did he trade it last year? Was it the year before? It was traded. uh, The year before? It was the year before. Yeah. All year with them last year. Yeah. All right. Never mind. But I mean, I can see the debate. I mean, it's, it's, and I know Brooks. Brooks does not like to give up those early round picks. So he does. You ain't you you might be able to get Michael Thomas in the first or sixth. I mean first or second. But you sure as hell ain't getting Michael Gallup in the fourteenth. You ain't getting him before the seventh. Brooks is a value guy. And yeah, so, so he's gonna be thinking about all right, we'll see. Where is my best value? We'll and see. I think so, right now on his team is that's his value. I I would yeah, I'd be tempted for Gallup. I think that's the way to go. Um 
And then I think the the clearest one, just based off of just how the roster ended up, is probably Brian. Um, he's got Austin Eckler in the seventh round. Yeah. And his only other option is uh, well, Sean McCoy. Bo Scarborough, whoever that is. <laughs> Isn't that like Nebraska's head coach? <laughs> uh, uh, Odell Beckham. You're an Odell Beckham fan, aren't you? I was when he made a one-handed <laughs> catch. Ever since then, I don't, I don't like him at all. So I don't really think he's got like uh, maybe Austin Hooper, but he's going to the new team. I don't know. So he's got – I don't even think I have anybody to debate with Brian. It's just Austin Eckler's – It's got to be Austin Eckler. I mean, yeah. let's look at, you know, kind of the, the depth chart here. You got Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, who played last year. Didn't perform as well out of the gates as I think the Chargers were looking for. And Austin Eckler just took that position and just owned it, right? Uh, enough yeah. to where they got rid of, you know, Melvin Gordon. Um, outside of that, they got a Joshua Kelly – not, I don't know too much about him, so you're getting solid value there with Brian at Austin Eckler and Seven. I think that you know number yeah. one RB, that's a solid choice. Yeah, yeah, can't, yeah, can't go wrong there. Um, I'm, I'm interested in your choice. Are you going? Are you going Cooper Cup in the fifth or Melvin Gordon in the fourth? Uh, you nailed both of my options because that's really all that I'm working with right now. I haven't decided. Uh, quite honestly, I haven't even taken a peek at what I want my draft strategy to be like. I'm going to reflect on it on the drive down. Um, okay. I think I'm winning either way. Yeah. With Cooper Cup and or Gordon in the fourth. The only thing that scares me is I don't know how well Gordon's going to do in Denver. It's a rookie-ish quarterback. Um, I'm a I lot know, fan. I think – Lock I know what is, I'm getting with Cup. Yeah, I'm getting a superstar wide receiver one. That's and what Bra- I'm getting with him. And and Brandon Cooks is gone, so he's get Cup's got to get more targets now, right? Yep. Um, Gurley's so gone. Gurley's gone. So there's got to he's got to be getting more. There's more targets for Cup. I do know. I I heard for Melvin Gordon. I heard. Because you're a, you were a, it just sucks for you too. Because you were a huge Philip Lindsay fan, right? I had Philip Lindsay two years ago. Yeah, I draft. I, I think I either drafted him or picked him up off the wire, and he just performed great. I mean, I finished seventh, but he did well. But I don't know if I don't know if Lindsay is going to be the guy, right? He's not going to come in and take third down takeaways from Melvin Gordon. You there? Hey, Joe. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Morgan called. I don't know if you heard me or not. When no it was idea. ringing, I couldn't do anything. So, um, <laughs> I'm stuck on my set. Sorry. I'm going to keep that in, by the way. Okay. Um, so, and I was saying, uh, I was a Philip Lindsay fan, right? Right. But I don't think that Philip Lindsay is going to take targets away from Melvin Gordon on third downs. He's not, and so the thing, the thing that the most interesting thing I heard on like the XM fantasy radio was that I think Pat Shermer is now the OC in Denver. All right. Maybe. I don't know. I can't. 
Melvin Gordon is going to be a workhorse running back. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a tough call for you there. Every OC in preseason says that their number one running back is going to be a fucking workhorse. True. And it never turns out to be like that. True. So now my brain is just scattered. Yeah. I really wish you didn't give me that piece of information. I don't know. But, uh, all right, on to the next, and let's see. All right, Jared, so who do you got next? All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, let's go with – oh, how about Brad? Brad's got some interesting choices as well. I mean, okay. He's got, yeah, he's got he's got the the second year running back out of with uh, the Raiders, Josh Jacobs in the fourth. That's mm-hmm. a solid play. Um, one of my favorites, Kenny Galladay in the fifth. I think fourth. he's everybody's favorite. Yeah, I love Galladay, and uh, and D, and one of this is one of those that's like. You know, everybody kind of has those players year in and year out where you're like, okay, if this guy comes back, he's good, like my tiebreaker because I loved him last year because I yep. found him. That's yep. DJ Chark. That's DJ I, Chark for Brad. I had DJ Chark written down as well. Undrafted. Brad picks him up. He did well for him. But yeah. I don't know. You got Josh Jacobs. He's going to be a workhorse there for the Raiders. He doesn't have much behind him. Jalen Richard. Lynn Bowden Jr., never heard of him. Yeah. Um, so he's going to have a tough go there. DJ Shark undrafted in the seventh because that's what he'll get out of it. Not a bad pick, but, you know, it's tough to pass up a number one running back. Yeah. A number one running back that has top five potential, right? Yeah. Um, so, the other option I thought for Brad too was Kenyon Drake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Oh, sorry, I've, I saw him in my notes last minute. That ninth round, that's pretty good too. So but the problem is, it's Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Do you trust it? I mean, <laughs> it, he was what there for like four games. So you're gonna you're gonna count on four games of Kenyon Drake. Um, I mean, it's good value, I guess. But I mean, I just. Do you trust them to be your keeper? Out of that's, those, that's the question. Out of those four players, who would you take? Oh God! Ah, uh, probably, probably DJ Shark. But I, it yeah. would be between it would be between him and maybe Jacobs. I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, damn. Now that you mention it, though, I mean, I don't know if I can trust Drake. I want to trust Drake. The talent is there. I'd be between Shark and Kenyon Drake, I guess, and just kind of go with that ninth round value of Drake and maybe one of those two. So, but yeah, the the talent's there. The dude's going to break out. Here's what's going to happen. Brad's going to pick somebody other than Drake, and whoever picks up Drake in the draft – He's going to have a great year. This is going to be his breakout year. I think it's going to be his breakout year. Mark my words, 2020, COVID included, Kenyon Drake breakout year. Bold Write statement that from down. A, yeah, Write bold, that down. Bold statement from a guy who's never really been good at uh, the, the breakout year candidates. <laughs> I can so, go back and – Oh, you got Cooper Cup. You got you picked your boy Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Got to keep him. Got to keep him. 
Uh, all right, on to the next. Let's see. Let's see. How about uh, how about this interesting? How about John? John's got okay. an interesting one. So I got I wrote down four names. Okay, I got four as well. Let's see I if they four. match up. I got uh, the the always reliable. The always hard to do. I do I waste my first round pick? <laughs> do I go with Dalvin Cook? Just Al- go with Dalvin. ACL ish, but so that's one. Dalvin Cook contract year. What? It seems like he's kind of. It seems like he's not like the contract year where he's like going to just go for it all and then get paid. It seems like he's kind of holding out a little bit. Dalvin Cook seems like the guy that's going to cry COVID. Yeah. Like, Dude, I'm scared. I'm going to get sick for my exactly. family's sake, so I'm going to so, hold out. So it's a little – that's a little worrisome. Um, Aaron Jones in the second. Um, he, he Maybe maybe John chases all those touchdowns. I don't see them happening again like that this year. But maybe he chases those again this year, and he goes with Aaron Jones. Um, and then the uh, a, sne- a sneaky play – Sneaky play right here in our backyard. Robbie Anderson with the seventh round pick here in the Panthers Bank of America Stadium. Teddy Bridgewater. Lighten it up. I see it. Wide receiver two behind DJ Moore right now. Hey, but seventh That's actually round. a pretty decent uh, receiving core he's got there. DJ yeah. Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel. Robbie Anderson did pretty well with the Jets, so it wouldn't surprise me that Teddy Bridgewater can connect with him pretty darn good and often uh, to at least make some sort of offense work there because the, the running back position is going to open up those lanes across the middle uh, and definitely on the sidelines too. He's got the speed to get there, but he's going to be in that number two spot, and he's going to find those open areas, and I think Bridgewater's a guy that can get him the ball at least. I don't think Cam could do it. Oh well, can let me let me let me rephrase that. Kim can throw it to Robbie Anderson. It just wouldn't be in his vicinity. Yeah, yeah, true. He was just overthrown or at his ankles. And my last and the fourth one would be uh, for John to keep. I mean, he might he might surprise us. He just go ahead and keep Will Lutz. The kicker with the Saints <laughs> in the in the fifteenth round. It's good value. It's a dome. It's a it's, dome. It's a good value. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing where Lutz is going in about the thirteenth round. So Cinderella story. Hurricane Laura just rolled up through there. You know the 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 city, the states not doing very well. You know we send our condolences out to those families out there in Louisiana and Texas, southern southeastern Texas. Uh, but could be a very typical – maybe this could be Drew Brees' last year. Maybe. But, and he just throws up just astronomical numbers and lots is kicking from 50-plus all the time. Who knows? It's an option. Yeah. But out of those, if, if it were me, I'm going Aaron Jones in the second round and, and being able to hold my first-round pick in case I can get lucky and move up in the draft a little bit and be able to get somebody a little bit better than Dalvin. So what about what what would you do if you were John? I I wrote down I had Dalvin down. Uh did not have Lutz down. I didn't think about Lutz, but uh had Rogers in two. Um Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. 
two, he, he was later than the second, right? I have him written down as second rounder. No, he didn't take Aaron Rodgers in the second round. He took Aaron, he, he took he took Aaron Jones in the second round. No, Aaron Rodgers was chosen in the second round. Mm, he didn't draft Aaron Rodgers in the second, but that it's whatever. Well, maybe my I don't know. I was looking at something. I thought he had Rodgers in the second. Never mind. Outside of that, um, the only thing I was potentially thinking was uh, Debo Samuel. But I don't know if you can trust him. He's also injured right now. Yeah, right now. Everybody's injured. Yeah, but he's coming off off like a Liz Frank or something like that. Some kind of foot injury where he might even be on the pup list. So I don't know how you can keep him. But never right, mind. I didn't right. know about that. See, yeah. I got to start yeah. listening to these legitimate podcasts. Oh, that's not my... even podcast. That's that's just my own research. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's my. You podcast. can tell how much I've done. All right. How about we move on to? Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's see. How about Rusty? All right. So I got I got three names down here. Okay. I got. All right. This. All right. So we got. Let's see. Do you got a freaking fire going on back there? Yeah, I got a smoke detector. That's uh, this. Can we take the right batteries now. out or maybe yeah, change I'm, them? I mean, how loud is it? Loud enough to where I can hear it. Well, all right. I'll go up there in a second when you start talking. Um, I mean, Devontae Adams is a stud. He's your go-to guy in Green Bay. They didn't draft another wide receiver. Can I just spit out their wide receiver core right now as I see it on the ESPN 2020 fantasy football NFL team draft depth chart? Here's wide receiver one, Devontae Adams. Wide receiver two, Ellen Lazard. Wide receiver three, Devontae Adams. (laughs) Devontae Adams. Wide receiver four, Devontae Adams. They don't have anyone. They actually put Jamal Williams in RB3. I don't know why. Just stupid shit. Yeah. Um, I don't. But, yeah, I mean. (laughs) I don't know. It's Devontae or Bust over there. I lost you. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Go again. Uh, Hold on. What are you doing right now? All right, so we lost here temporarily. Hopefully, he'll get back to us. I think bottom line is Devontae Adams is going to be a stud right now. And Aaron Rodgers is probably pissed off that that's the only guy that he has to throw to outside of uh, Lazard, who showed some signs that he could do well, but nothing great. But I think Aaron's going to be pissed off at uh, Packer management, and we'll see what happens there. So, All right, I'm back. I don't know what just happened right there. I know you were bitching about the noise and the beeping up his, upstairs with the smoke detector. <laughs> so I went upstairs, and I, and I was unplugging it. While I'm plugging it, I'm like on Wi-Fi. Normally, I turn off my Wi-Fi when I'm on this, and it was just going in and out. And before I know it, when I clicked off the Wi-Fi, I had like – canceled the recording and i don't know but hopefully you carried us so i'm curious to see how it sounds whenever we go back after this and and listen to you but what i think we were saying we were <laughs> it talking sounded about, bad and yeah. i'll edit it out 
Problem. Well, <laughs> well, good luck. So that's my bad. But uh, Devontae Adams in the first. That's a, it's a quality, quality pick considering there's not a lot of top wide receivers this year, in my opinion. So why not go ahead and lock in? Um, also like uh, Russell Wilson in the ninth. I was going to say Russell yeah. Wilson. The dude so, performs in and out every year for whoever's fantasy team he's on. DK Metcalf is going to have a, another good year. He had a subpar year, but it was his rookie season. He's going to do better this year, and he's going to be able to help out Russell Wilson in his numbers. Yeah, and I think that this is, I think this is going to be a year where they're going to let Russell Wilson kind of do what he wants to do, and he's going to be able to throw it a little bit more. Um well, and they so did I, do that. They just waited until the fourth quarter to do it. True, but I think this year they're going to be starting it earlier. <laughs> I hope so. so. I don't know. Well, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to see. But I mean, that's a tough call between uh, Devonte Adams and Russell Wilson. And then I think one there's going to be one year where Leonard Fournette is a top five running back. Okay. I mean, he's just going to be like that, like Derrick Henry was last year. Leonard Fournette is going to have one season where he does that. And And you're thinking that it's going to be this year. It could be. And if it is, that fourth-round value is really good. And so I think it's between Leonard Fournette, Russell Wilson, or Devontae Adams. You know, that Leonard Fournette pick brings me up to something that I wanted to actually talk about. And now, I don't know if you've seen the Garner Minshew Bud Light promo. Yeah. Do you think anyone in our fantasy group is going to take Garner Minshew in the first? No. There's no chance. For Bud Light? For a year? Yeah, no. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's like, should I do that or should I just go to Costco and go order – Go get, go buy all this water that I can get. With can I? Let me just read off his targets: Leonard Fournette, who you and I think that potentially this could be another great year for him, as he had two years ago. Not when I had him, right? All right, DJ Shark, right? Potentially, right? DD Westbrook down year last year, right? Chris Conley, W four. Tyler Eifert, solid Bengals tight end for years and years. He just didn't have anyone that could throw him the ball, Red Rocket. Right? You got Lambo still kicking out there. Minshew's a good quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think Minshew gets picked this year? No. Draft, drafted. No. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We only have ten quarterbacks, so you got to pull from. So I don't think yeah, Garner Minshew. He will be. He will all the time. I will say Garner Minshew will be played at some point this year. Yeah, he's so, good. he's going to get. I think he's going to get drafted. Yeah, but my choice would be Devontae Adams. There, just go with the safety pick of uh, the one uh, top three wide receiver and just move on. Uh, so, all right. So let's go with uh, uh, let's go with uh, Pittman. Okay. All right, Pittman. So I got I got four names again for him. It's I just not got as clear. Three. I got, I got four. I think uh you got uh uh Brandon Cooks, 
in a new environment. Wrote him H- down. In Houston, fifth round. It's not bad for a, value. A, a team that might be playing from behind. And Deshaun Watson, quality quarterback that's going to be throwing to him. So I like Brandon Cooks. Yep. Um, I like uh, I like uh, Devontae Parker in the in the seventh round. Okay. Um, I, I, Fitzpatrick, assuming he's there, is be good. Uh, Jamison Crowder in the twelfth round with the Jets. I heard he's got a he still has a pretty good connection there with uh, Sammy uh, Donald. Sammy Donald. Yeah. And uh, and Todd Gurley there in the second new environment with him also with a, a offense that might be people are going to be trying to defend the pass with with Julio and Matt Ryan and Ridley uh, yeah and they want to be they want to be uh, cognitive Hayden Hurst they're not yeah they're not paid on they're not uh, watching Gurley and so Gurley is just going to be like racking up all these points so I don't know for me it's between. Can I throw someone out there that maybe you didn't talk about? Yeah. Josh Gordon. Oh. Eighth round. Is he even on a team? Is he's he active on right now? The Cardinals. What? On the Cardinals. No. That's what I don't I even heard. know that. You, that's what you heard? <laughs> that's what you saw. <laughs> Somebody so, look uh, it up. He's on the Cardinals. I want to say he's on the Cardinals. I don't know about that, but I thought he was. I thought he was not in the league again. Is he smoking weed again? I think that's what I heard. Get the hell out um, of here. Let me double check. But this up. yeah, I don't know about Gordon, Josh Gordon, Joshy, Josh Gordon, Joshy football. Not a, he's not an Arizona Cardinal. Joshy football. Nah, but well, Pittman's not going to keep him. He's a cop. He's not going to keep a guy who stays on the weed. This is true. He can't trust him. But he did draft round. Antonio Brown though. Eighth round pick, eighth round pick though. That's good value. And if he is, value. if he is on the Cardinals, you're looking at Canyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, running backs, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz. If Joshy Football is on that team, that's that's good value, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, mouths to feed there. Um, hey, question. Don't without looking at any notes. Who's the backup running back for the Falcons? Ito. I don't even know. I I don't know his first name. It's Ito though. I want to say Judge like, Ito. Judge Ito. <laughs> it's Smith? Judge Ito from OJ OJ so, Simpson trial. So there's I don't I mean Gurley Gurley might be the guy there in Atlanta, and I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not Pittman's team for various reasons because that's a that's some that's some tough uh, keeper options, and then he might be having to pay for the dinner. I don't know, so we'll see. Um, all right, I think there's uh, the final one is uh, Michael, um, and I'm seeing and yourself. Got- we got to get to you. So uh, just to reiterate here, I'm I just did a Google search on Jordan, or excuse me, Josh Gordon. Suspended indefinitely, <laughs> December 16th, 2019. He was on the Seahawks for a tad bit. Um, so who knows? 
Who knows so, where? I don't know yeah. where I got the Seattle or where I got the uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals from. Craziness. I don't know why I would write that down if I didn't see it somewhere. Yeah. All right. Go. Ahead. I don't know. You probably. I don't know. Um. I don't, is there another Gordon on the team? Maybe Josh Gordon. There is there another Jay Gordon? Did you see Jay Gordon? <laughs> I I Jay Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, so we got Michael. Uh, so he's got oh man, uh, he's got some good options here. So we got Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, Scary Terry, Scary Terry in the seventh. Not a lot of mouths to feed there in Washington. They might not be very good, but they're probably going to be playing from behind a lot. So they're going to have to throw it to McLaurin a lot. Uh, I also think Cortland Sutton could be a good one <laughs> this year with the Broncos um, in the 10th. I think that could be good value. I think uh, Allen Robinson with your Bears. I like Allen Robinson a lot. A lot of good vibes coming out of the Bears training camp from him. Not necessarily yeah. from Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> his problem His problem is the guy throwing him the ball. Well, remember, we got so, Big Dick Nick there. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the problem with the NFL is the, is the guy who drafted Mitch still there? Yes, the pace pace is still there. Yes, pace drafted uh, Trubisky. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna give you a nugget though. So he's ride or die with he's ride or die with Mitch. But you don't bring in a nine million dollar quarterback if you don't trust your quarterback. How much did they pay Mike Glennon before they drafted? uh, Well, they've Trubisky. I think they're paying seven million. No, they paid no, they paid him like sixteen six. Sixteen million, yeah. and then they draft. Okay, so you're telling me I, I think Nick trust is getting guy, more than nine. By the way, so I should trust a guy who's bringing in a free agent and nine million dollars more than I should trust the same guy who signed somebody for sixteen and then drafted a quarterback never to play the guy for sixteen. Uh, I I don't disagree with anything that you're saying about Ryan Pace. I think he's just mismanaged the quarterback situation. Uh, which and which just is going to affect, which is going to affect Allen Robinson until this occurred. So David Montgomery, the yeah. lead back, went uh-huh. off with a non-contact injury to the groin area. Yeah, I saw that. And you know what that means? Allen Robinson, same amount of catches. Tariq Cohen, 3,000 no. catches. Tariq Cohen can't yeah. handle the workload. So they're going to have to find load. ways to get Allen Robinson the ball. That's just a matter of fact. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to be at the bottom of the league. So I don't think we're going to do this segment, but I kind of wrote this down anyways. Do you know who my dud is for the season? Was it going to be David Montgomery again? Because he had a shitty year last year. <clears throat> I figured you would remember that. No, my dud is actually going to be Allen Robinson. <laughs> so you're asking Mike not to pick Allen Robinson. Uh, my dud is going to be Allen Robinson. And do you know who my stud is going to be? Can you give me like NFC, AFC? I'm going to give you NFC quarterback. 
stud. Stud NFC quarterback. So I got four divisions to work with here. Give me a division. Give me the NFC, division. I'll give you the answer. NFC. Oh God, I hope so. NFC West. Uh, yeah, it's easy in my opinion. I would have said Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray will be a top three fantasy quarterback this year. Easily. He's got Josh Gordon. He's, He's got Josh Gordon. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody remember what Lamar did last year. Kyler Murray is going to be on the footsteps of that this year. And, I, I mean, Kyler Murray in the 12th round. And on top of that, if he keeps Kyler Murray in the 12th round, he moves back in the draft. He gets more balls in the hopper. People forget about that. I don't the, forget the, about it. The whole goal in all of this is to either get Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And, and so Zeke. Keep, maybe Zeke. But in my opinion, it's either McCaffrey or Barkley. But if Michael selects Kyler Murray – he has a what I think is going to be a top three quarterback, and he puts more balls in the hopper to where he can get the best or the second best player in fantasy. So Kyler Murray's currently sitting at seventy four on ESPN. I know we don't use ESPN, but it's easy for the draft draft uh, kits for me. But he's somewhere around that seventy five rank in the top three hundred. So. Yeah, he's gonna get more uh, more balls in the hopper for sure. Yeah. So, but uh, so I don't know. We'll, we, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see where uh, people land. Um, what about yourself, per- buddy? Oh, it's already uh, it's already set in stone. Miles Sanders. Um, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders on the Eagles. Yeah. I'm not. He's got a tweet growing. Right now, he's not even on the depth chart. Miles Sanders. Oh wait, there he is. He's number. He's he's number one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you know that Jalen Hurts is on the Eagles? I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. How about that? What are the odds Jalen Hurts plays over Carson Wentz this year? Uh, Is Carson Wentz healthy? No, he's never healthy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty Miles Sanders, and I'll that that's going to be. I'll go ahead and tell you right now, my keeper guys. Hey, my keeper is Miles Sanders. What round is that in? Uh, I think the sixth. That's good value. So, yeah, it's good value. You I'll love some Miles Sanders. You were big on him as a rookie. Oh yeah, it, it never panned out, and I'm kind of worried about this year just because of the way some injuries are kind of starting to roll in right now, but. Uh, six round, it's whatever. I'll, I got to go ahead and move with that. So I mean, I I'll was ahead. really, I'll, I was thinking ahead. about David Montgomery too. Yeah. Up until that groin, injury. I liked him. I liked him. That his was a little bit more severe than Miles's, but we'll uh, we'll see. But that's uh, that's where I think people's keepers are going to lie. So there we go, boys. There's a look back at 2019 keepers and then uh, looking forward to 2020, what we kind of see as potential keepers there. Um, so we'll see exactly what happens there on uh, on Saturday. Look forward to uh, seeing how right we are. Typically we are.
Oh, yeah. Trying to get out of a DUI without a lawyer will change a car wreck into a nightmare. It's not your fault. The car ran a red light, traveled the wrong direction, or hit someone or something. Here you are just trying to have a good time, shooting some blow off a hooker's ass after pounding a few old Milwaukee's, and the 5-0 blame you for driving under the influence. Who knew? I know. I'm Chaz Post, the Sanford Hammer. When stingy, corrupt cops take advantage of minorities just trying to have a good time on their EBT card, I get meaner than a junkyard dog, and I don't growl or bark, I bite. So call me, Chaz, the Hammer Post. I got a big dick and deep pockets, and the bigger your check, the better. I hammer these corrupt precincts for the biggest checks. I do more to get you more, and I don't stop until the size of your check satisfies you. Just listen to a testimonial of a satisfied customer. Daquan said, Man, I received the best attorney services ever from Chaz the Hammer Post. I was smoking two blunts, had an old English 40, and I ran a few stoplights, hit a tree, and eluded Popo for about 15 minutes before they charged me with the DUI. I'll admit, I'm a little bit nervous in that courtroom, but with Chaz's big dick and deep pockets approach, I was guaranteed that everything would be fine, and the hammer produced. And I left that courtroom with a big smile on my face and an extra fitty on my EBT card. You the best, Chaz. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. So if you have a pending DUI charge, a free 15-minute call could get you compensated for the injustice and racism of these so-called justices of peace. Call 1-800-YOU-ARE-VICTIM. That's 1-800-YOU-ARE-VICTIM. Call me, Chaz, the Hammer Post, and get the money you deserve. Now it's time for Joe and Jared's 2020 pre-draft predictions. Let's go. All right, GMs, welcome to the final segment of the day. We are going to take a look and think about the 2020 pre-draft predictions. Now we are going to rank from champion number one all the way down to the romper number 10 on where we see pre-draft the uh, NCFFL falling. So, Jared, I think what we should do here is I'm always going to start with you. You give me your champion for the year. I'll give you mine, and uh, we'll work all the way down to the romper. Okay. So are we doing champion as in the tournament champion? End of the year champion. Just pre Obviously, we don't know who keepers are. We don't know what the draft is like. And that's why we're doing this, because obviously next week we're going to take a look at the draft and be, you know, be like, holy cow, dude, Mike's, Mike's team is stacked, and I'm going to change my pick. Okay. So. so my pick is because of 2020, I'm going to go with the 2020 – NCFFL champion as... Wait, 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 wait. I think we should save the champions and the rompers for the last. Does okay. that make sense? Okay. Give me, give me your number two. I can't give you my number two. If we give you... I'll, I'll give you my... I'll give you the four people that will miss 
the playoffs. Okay. Number one, John, for obvious reasons. Okay. Number so two. So do you want to rank him like number seven? Because I got to uh, put a rank here. Well, let's uh, we'll, we'll just put him in the four. How about we have put him in the four that are going to miss, and then I'll just tell you who's going to be the romper out of those four. Okay. Okay. So John is missing the playoffs. Okay. Have you seen Pittman's track record? I don't pay that close attention to it, but it's not good. He's also missing the playoffs. Okay. This is going to be a year where Chaz either wins 14 games or he wins four. Chaz, Chaz is missing the playoffs. Wow. I think that would be the first time for him. No, he's he's finished it last once. Did he? Nope. Shows how much um, I pay attention. Yeah. And then the fourth is going to be Mr. Brad Pazell. Wow. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So who's going to be your romper? The romper, the 2020 romper, rocking the potential brokini. Potential. Potential. The bro potential. <laughs> in 2021 is going to be none other than Brad Pazell. Wow. That Calling is bold. Calling it now. Call that it is now. bold. He's never finished last, and he's never finished first. He's finishing last next year. Holy cow. All right, let me give you my four. So my four also includes Chaz. Oh. Um, I have I have um, I have yourself finishing in the bottom four as well. Unbelievable. I know. What are you even using? Is it like you're using like a Ouija board or something? What is, how are you yeah. coming up with this prediction? It's 2020. I don't have to give you answers. I just make shit up. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. So I got Chaz. I got yourself. Um, I actually have Rusty in the end, in the bottom. Okay. And... My final one is going to be Brian. Okay. Mm, now, mm. the romper is going to go to. No, 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 no. First to last, Mr. Rusty. And here's why I think he's going to do it. Because so he gets the romper? He's no? going to be the romper. Oh, it's finishing last. <laughs> He's going first to last, and here's why. Because you and I and all the other GMs know Rusty's such a little crybaby that he will never put on a brokini, even though he qualifies for it. He won't put one on. He's that guy. Define qualify. Well, obviously, that's TBD, right? Because we got to vote on it. Okay, but I also don't think rules wise. I don't even think that he would put on the romper. He's that guy. Mm. So that's Mm, why mm, I'm mm. choosing him because he's that guy that wouldn't do it. I also think that Chaz is that guy too. True. I don't think Chaz would put on a romper. Yeah. And so my my I was kind of going in between like 
should it be Chaz or should it be Rusty? And I don't know. I think both of them are going to do it or wouldn't put it on, and that's why I'm choosing them. I, I like that. So I'm like going to go that. Rust. I'm going to go Rusty ten, Chaz nine. I'm going to go with you at uh, seven, Mike at eight. Why am I just missing the playoffs again? Just missing, buddy. Just, why? Just barely. Can, no, give me the reasoning behind why I'm missing it. I think you get too statistical. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you get enough. you get into the weeds. And from what I know, based on my experience last year, I got out of the weeds. <laughs> so that was your problem for the previous nine years? I was in the weeds. I listened to too much <laughs> podcasts. I listened to so-called experts. And I said, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to do my own thing this year and see if I can pull something off. And at least I made it to the playoffs. So thank you. Just, just, just let it ride. Just barely. All right, so let, give me your number six. Uh, all right, so my number six I want, is – I want six through four. Uh, six through four. So you just so you know, you got uh, Brad with the romper. Then you got, in no particular order, John, Pittman, and Chaz, unless you want to okay. get an order. Okay, no, that's fine. I think sixth place is going to go to – Joe. Okay. Just barely in again. I like it. Yeah. Just because I I had you higher until I found out that you eliminated me. Yeah. Um, And then fifth place is going to go to Brooks. Just an average year. Yeah. Just, just that's average. That's average, average five incher right there. And then uh, fourth place is going to go to, Oh man, I, I I see fourth place being Brian. Okay, okay. So he's just he's just, you know moseying along, making it into the playoffs, getting mm-hmm. a fourth place finish. Just, just you know, hanging it's, around, it's respectable. He's not just getting hanging any around, lying in whatever. the weeds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me give you mine. So my uh, into the playoffs. I'm going to go with uh, just making it is going to be Johnny this year because he does every year pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with uh, Pittman. I think Pittman makes a jump to five. Nothing crazy there. And then I'm going to choose um, – I'm actually going to choose – I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Brooks at four. I think Brooks makes a leap, and the only reason he gets in the four is because he gets he loses like the playoff game by like one point, and it's like a kicker missed a field goal, and so he lost like three points. Oh, you better so believe he loses. Yeah, you better believe if that's the case, he's gonna be coming up with some rule kind change of rule proposal with no kickers moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what should we do here? Should we should we go with the straight champion and then give me two and three, or should we go with uh, number three and then give the champion and then obviously the two? 
I say number three and then the champion. All right, give me number three for you. Number three is going to be who's, – who's, who do I have left? Have so my, you myself, have Michael yourself, and, Mike, and – who am I missing here? Pittman? Nope. Pittman? Nope. No. You got uh, – Brooks? Nope. You got Brooks. Uh, Brian? Brian. You? Brian. Yeah, no, Brian. no, no. Brian was four. Not Chaz, Why not Rusty. Why can't I fucking read this? Did I give too many names? Brian. Br- All right, so you got Brad, Chaz, Pittman, John, me, Brooks, and Brian. So you got Rusty. Yourself, Rusty, and, and Mike. Michael. Michael. Mike. All right, so Rusty's finishing third. Rusty. Okay. All right. My third place is going to be myself. I'm going third. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not. I know I'm not. <laughs> and I have a reason for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Brad in third. Okay. All right. So give me your champion, your 2020 pre-draft prediction champion. All right. Joe. You don't know how you don't need to know the context of this question. Was T A McClendon in? Yes or no? Here's what I know about T A McClendon. He went to NC State. He played somewhere near Monroeish. Was he in? Was I want to say yes. If it, yeah, Jared beats Michael. That's it. Jared <laughs> is the champion. TA was in. I'm the champion. What was the uh what was that that Podunk City that he was from? He's from Albemarle. Albemarle. That's right. So we got Jared over Mike. Yeah. All right. And so I have myself and I can't even I don't even figure this out. Um, all right, help me out here. I got Brad, Brooks, Pittman, John, Jared, Mike, Chaz, and Rusty. Brian? Brian. Here we go. Me versus Hansy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020. Year of the COVID. I break through finally. Joe Norton's going to be your 2020 NCFFL fantasy football champion. No. It's going to happen. This is the year. This is the year I make it work. 2020 sucked. And if anything that would say, yeah, that was 2020. That makes perfect sense. It's that would Joe be winning the me winning the yep. fantasy football yep. championship with an asterisk because we only got to 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, be, you better be pushing that trade. You Not trade, but rule adjustment through. That rule we're going to be we're all flying gonna be through. Like voting. Oh, yeah. Flying I'm going to bring my through. laptop, and I'm going to type it up and make sure I <laughs> save it 
so we actually know what it is. Let's go, boys. 2020 draft, 24 hours away. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to the Hot Rods and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and guess right.